everybody and welcome back to let's go on an adventure it has been a crazy week um where i'm at i live in the desert yet it hasn't been very deserty we've gotten a lot of rain and storms recently so uh it's been fun <laughs> um thank you so much for following along if you've been following for the last few episodes um this last month has been awesome this is episode number five not counting the trailer and i'm really excited we've done we've we've come far in the last month which is awesome and i'm hoping to continue uh guys are giving me more and more reasons to read more books it's fantastic um <laughs> so today's episode is going to be more about a specific author and a couple of her different book series that she has she's an older author her stuff is more directed towards kids um, like young readers as opposed to adult readers and that's okay. Um, her latest series, which I recently found, I didn't even know it had come out, um, is, is directed towards more young adult. Um, but what got me was her trilogy that came out when I was younger. The author I'm talking about is Miss Cornelia Funk. Uh, she's a German author. She is uh 63 years old so she's an older author she's been doing this for for a while um she's had books come out since 93 uh she her oldest trilogy i believe um that she's known for is the ghost hunter series that came out in 93 came out all the way till 2001 and then in during that she was also doing the grant the dragon rider series which just recently ended in 2001 it's a very big series as well as the thief lord which came out in 2000 those are her most known works, as well as my favorite trilogy when I was a young teenager uh, called Inkheart. This book series is really close to my heart. It, it truly is. Um, and the reason why is the Inkheart trilogy is really what kept me reading and really got me out of a lot of tough spots as, you know, a, a young reader. It truly made me want to read more and more when it came to fantasy. Um, and the reason why is just how she wrote this book. Um, the trilogy, obviously, as the word says, consists of three books, Inkheart, Ink Spell, and Ink Death. Uh, I know, sounds super scary. It kind of is, but, <laughs> uh, it was actually a really good book. All three of them are really good, good reads. Um, what's funny is I remember Inkheart standing out while I was at school at a scholastic book fair. I feel like that kind of dates me. I don't know how many schools still do scholastic book fairs. Um, but it was one of my favorite times of years when the book fair came around. I would always beg my parents for some money to make sure I could at least get a book or at least some stickers or something. Um, and it stuck out to me so much that I begged my parents for a week, a week to get this book because I, I just wanted it so bad. It looked so cool. Everything about it just screamed wonder and I was not disappointed the uh, first book ink spell or not ink spell sorry the first book ink heart is 556 pages it came out in 2003 so it came out when I was like I don't want to date myself I don't know if I want to answer now <laughs> it came out when I was about nine years old um, I didn't actually know about it until I was probably about 12 so until about 2005 2005 2006 somewhere around there um but it's about uh, a bookbinder and his daughter. Now, if you don't know what a bookbinder is, bookbinders are the ones who create the really cool 
like leather bindings for books that are different than your simple, you know, hardcover type books, your paperback books. No, these are the ones that actually take the time and make a very creative and nice feeling book, usually with leather. Book binding is very much a uh, hard skill to do. Um, if you've ever seen any like handmade journals and everything, that's a form of book binding. Um, but what he would do is he would take essentially old books, books whose bindings and everything was falling apart, and he would give them new ones, better ones, ones that made them look beautiful all over again. I know it sounds boring. Here's where it's cool. He had this particular gift. This gift was if he read a book aloud, the characters would literally come alive. They would come out of the book. Characters, creatures, things. But at a cost. What comes out, something has to go in. And unfortunately, when his daughter Maggie was about five years old, that's exactly what happened and his wife ended up going back in the world. And a main character in the book called Dustfinger came out. Now, because of this, you can imagine he tried many times to try to read his wife back, try to bring her, bring her back out of Inkheart and everything like that, because that was the book that he had read out of, was Inkheart, and to no avail. It didn't happen. So for, I think it was about 10 years, is what they said. I think Maggie was 12. For about 10 years, he never read aloud. And Maggie always wondered why. Her dad, you know, never read her aloud, read books aloud to her, um, where other fathers did. And they always traveled. She assumed it was always because, you know, his job, his job of bookbinding. They traveled all over Europe. Again, German author. It makes sense that we're Europe. But they would constantly move around. Because of that, she was constantly pulled out of school. She would have to do, like, homeschooling and then go into a school. All this kind of things. And, you know, again, she assumed that it was because of, because of, uh, of his job. Until one night, a strange person came to their door and called him Silvertongue referring to his skill and she kept asking her dad dad who's that dad who's that mo who's that oh it's nobody sweetie it's nobody just just an old friend and then the truth finally comes out one of the other people that he accidentally read out of the book was the villains of the book and they knew of his skill and they wanted his skill so it's the adventure of all of that and what happens you know uh and then everything that goes through it um the villains of the book the uh that were actually very well done um as well as other characters of the book characters that i'd read out of other books because they want you know mo to do this and everything and just the experiences of everything that happens with that for a 12 year old and this is still i'm i'm 28 years old and i still love this series to the day i have my a couple of copies actually of it don't judge me <laughs> it's like i said it's a, it's a book that I cherish so much. Um, I still have my original copy. The poor thing needs to be put out of its misery, but I just I can't part with it. The cover is coming off. I need a book binder. <laughs> um, and it's just such a beautiful tale, beautiful story. Um, Ink Spell is the next one, and that one's uh, about 100 pages longer, uh, 635. Okay, so almost 100 page uh, longer. And there's more that goes into that, more adventure, more angst and everything where... Um, they ended up, end up being able to read themselves into Inkheart, which again, more stuff that goes on. And if you die in a book, are you allowed to come back kind of thing? Kind of like with the video game aspect, but so much 
so much better in my opinion. And then Ink Death, you can imagine where that goes through. Um, definitely a recommended book series, even if you're my age, 28, just because it's a book that brings out your inner child. Definitely. And uh, I definitely recommend it for young readers. So if I have young readers on here that listen to me and everything, this is a good little book series, especially for those who have a hard time reading. I have dyslexia and I'm an avid reader, but it doesn't mean it's not hard. And growing up, it still was kind of hard. Um, my siblings I have, that have dyslexia and that are slow, slow readers, but they do like to read it, but they get embarrassed. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. If you like to read, read. Who cares about what people think? Who cares how long it takes you? Read. If it's something you enjoy, do it. And I definitely recommend this book series. Full of fantasy, full of just amazingness that just, mwah, chef's kiss. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful series. Her most recent series that I've that I found and I got really, really excited for uh, is called the Mirror World series or the Reckless series. Um, now, granted, the age grouping that I found for this started at age 10 to 17. Um, and these books are a lot smaller, uh, being only about 400 pages. The first one called, you know, Reckless Petrified Flesh. Now that right there kind of makes it sound scary, right? Um, it's really not, it's, I know what it, it, it's going about because I've read the first book. Um, it definitely brings in a lot of grim fairy tales. Uh, think of uh, kind of like an Alice in Wonderland type concept, I would say, but darker. And Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Grass was, you know, pretty dark. Um, but think, think a little bit more on those lines. Um, it takes place in Germany. Uh, two brothers, one of them being, you know, more adventurous than the other. Uh, his, their father had disappeared and never come back, come to find out. It's because he disappeared through this mirror. And um, Jacob, the oldest brother, is trying to find him. And so he constantly goes through the mirror and comes back, brings his younger brother little things, but constantly disappears for years, days on end. And when he's going in, he's doing these like tasks for specific fairy tales, you know, uh, bring back, you know, the glass slipper from Cinderella. Go find the rose that wakes up Sleeping Beauty or and these little things here and there. And it brings in these uh, different fairy tales and everything. Now, I will say that I've only read the first book. It took me a while. Not because it's a hard read, but as much as I love Cornelia Funk and her mind, it was hard for me to follow. Now, granted, it could be because it's meant for a younger group. Very much could be. I want to try rereading again and see if I see it in a different way. But I felt like it jumped around way too much. Too much jumping and it made it hard to follow. Now, I'm all for doing character jumping where you have one character on a chapter. Next chapter, it's another character. Next chapter, it's another character. Next chapter, it's back to the first character. I'm fine with that. But this, it, the way it jumped, I, I kept getting lost. Now, that could have also been, you know, things that were going on at the time. Life can be chaotic. Um, it could have been a bunch of different things that made it very difficult for me to read. Which means I want to I wanna give it another read because I love the concept of it. I truly do. And I want to see what happens to Will. <laughs> I won't lie. Um, but it, it did make it a little bit hard for, for myself. But... I do want to try again. Do want to try again. There's four books in the series so far. I don't know if she's mm, continuing it. 
It's one of those things that I'm not 100% sure. The first book is Petrified Flesh. Uh, the second one is called Fearless. Third one, The Golden Yarn. And the fourth one, The Silver Tracks. I really have high hopes for this series. I really do. Like I said, it could just have been me. I could have had a hard time following because of stuff that was going on at the time or whatever. It very much could be that it, it just, the way it was written, it's for children and because it's for children and as much as I want to say I'm a child at heart, because I am, I, I'm an adult and at some point reading children, you know, childish things makes it difficult. However, speaking of children's books, I did learn going back to uh, Inkheart, sorry, again, favorite book series. I did read that she's looking at possibly adding a fourth book to that series coming out 2023. So if you're into that series or you want to read that series, take keep a lookout for that one. Um, that kind of makes me excited. But back to, back to the Reckless series. There's a lot of concepts in that that is actually really, really good. I do enjoy the concept. It's very much a, like I said, Alice in Wonderland-esque type. Especially with the concept of the mirror. Uh, there are villains in the story. There's fairies in the story. Um, although I would say the villain in the story, she didn't seem too much like a villain, but more of a negative player. And by a negative player, I mean, you know how you have multiple pieces in chess. She was simply a pawn for something bigger. And at least that's how I feel. Again, I need to read book two. I, I have book two. I need to read book two. But... So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it very much, there. there's more to that that I need to read and I need to delve into. I have like five books I've started right now, so I should probably read those first. <laughs> um, but I do have high hopes for that, especially with the concepts they bring in. Like I said, they bring in a lot of fairy tales of the past. Ah, think of a more darker version of Shrek. For those of you who know what I'm talking about, Shrek 2 brings in, specifically, uh, the land of Far, Far Away, which has all of the, like, fairy tale people. You have, you know, Cinderella, the princesses, and all that, as well as you have uh, the three little pigs, the stepsisters, you have Pinocchio, the whole gambit, right? That's kind of what we're looking at here, except it's grim fairy tales. Specifically grim fairy tales, because they follow those dark tales it's not the happy light you know you know and they lived happily ever after it's no the little mermaid turned to sea foam and no um the you know hansel and gretel ended up you know killing the witch by pushing her in the oven it's not the you know oh and you know they got away scot-free it's very much the dark grim versions and if i remember right the brothers grim actually were from Germany. I think they were a German uh, group. I'm not 100%. I'm going to have to look that up. So don't quote me. Please, for the love of God, don't quote me. But it's one of those things where it's it's really great. It truly is. Um, like I said, I had a hard time with it, but I need to give it another shot. I'll admit that I need to give it another shot. And I will. When I have time. When I'm not reading seven other books. <laughs> But definitely check it out, especially, again, my young readers. This is towards young readers. Uh, the later books say the age group is more of older, you know, older teen, young adult. Whereas the first couple says like 10 to 17. 
honestly, with how dark they are, I, I would I would say at least 13. But that's me. I'm also kind of a prude. I'm the type of person where I like to very much block uh, negativity from siblings, from kids, and everything like that. Because I, I, I don't like negativity. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, there's enough darkness and negative, negativity in the world when it comes to reading a book. There's going to be negative nuances. Obviously, there has to be. It's unless it's an actual fairy tale from Disney. There's there's got to be some some emotion there when you read. You have to. But I try to keep as much darkness away from kids as possible. But that is also me. I like dark books at times. I mean, House of Salt and Sorrows is one of them. It's a bittersweet book. Um, Three Dark Crowns is a series that's kind of, you know, bittersweet as well. Um, and we'll talk about that one later. Many of them have the whole darker undertones and such. So, again, discretion. If you have kids and you check their shit or their stuff, excuse me, before uh, they read it, definitely give this one a check first before because um, it can be a little bit darker. Um, that's all that I have for this podcast. I know this one kind of went a little fast. I thought I had more information than I actually did. So I apologize. But I do have some more books coming. Uh, I have a bunch of fun ones that, like I said, I'm reading. I have started Crescent City, um, as well as Ember in the Ashes and a few other ones. Uh, the fifth season, Master of Sorrows. I've got, I've got a few on the back burner right now. From Blood and Ash, uh, Shadows and Embers. I got a lot. <laughs> um, I try to read multiple at a time and see what I'm feeling. Unfortunately, I'm feeling all of them and that makes it so much harder. <laughs> so, um, we have reached a few other countries. Hey, how awesome is that, guys? We are spreading around the world. Thank you so much for that, for all that support. It's fantastic. You have made my day. Um, Please click hit and follow um, the the podcast so that way, you know, we have some followers as well as uh, downloads. But please keep downloading my podcast, especially if you like it. Uh, I, again, I know I don't sound professional. I don't try to. I talk like I'm talking to my friends and I like keeping it that way. And this is all a learning experience for me as well. I am still messing with my sound equipment and everything to make things as, you know, painless as possible. Uh, for you and for me and so that way you can actually hear the podcast and have not music overlapping it too much and such like that um but again thank you so much for all your support guys you make this so much more fun for me please leave comments um by all means leave comments on how you feel about this if you think that i should change certain things i am all for feedback both positive and negative if you think there are some books that i need to check out please let me know leave a comment spotify podbean all of them yeah, you know, give me a shout out. Let me know. Um, but this has been great and I plan on continuing this for a while. So, uh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for following and making it possible for this to go worldwide. And I hope to see you next week. And if this podcast wasn't for you, that's okay. We'll try next week and see if next week I can lead you on your next adventure. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>